I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, we're continuing to follow action in the House of Representatives. If uh, you weren't tuned in to C-SPAN at a very late hour on Friday night, Kevin McCarthy uh, finally got the magic number to become the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Today is his first day in uh, as a full day in the job, and there is much to be done, obviously, in the House of Representatives. And one of the major things, something that will be voted on later this evening, Eastern Time, will be what is called the rules package. Now, what does that mean? The, the rules package is simply the governing rules that will really guide and dictate how the 118th Congress will function. So for the next two years, these, this is the rules. This is how it's going to go in terms of how things are done, what's brought to the floor, amendment processes, all of those kinds of things. And so I wanted to dig into this a little deeper beyond the headlines. There was a lot of headlines about the big battle between Kevin McCarthy and conservatives in the in the House of Representatives or the Freedom Caucus, whatever you want to call them. Uh, about 20 Republicans is, is really what it came down to. And it was interesting as we went through that process and started to look at, well, what what are some of these concessions and what will they mean to how the House functions, not just for Republicans, but for Democrats as well. And then, of course, how is that going to impact what takes place in the Senate on the other side of the Capitol? So I want to dig into that because we got to get past the headlines. And there are some interesting things in here that actually both Republicans and Democrats alike should cheer for. It is the am I a representative? And many of them are not. Many of them are just a rubber stamp for either the red team or the blue team. They bow to the leadership of the left or the right uh, because they're dependent on them for campaign cash, for support for re-election, for committee assignments, and all of those things. So let's get into this. Texas Representative Chip Roy was one of those negotiating with Kevin McCarthy, and he will actually be joining us on the show tomorrow. So don't miss that on Inside Sources tomorrow. Set your clock. Uh, He'll be joining us at uh, 1.30 Tomorrow at one he he'll be joining us live on the line. But he appeared on CNN State of the Union over the weekend, and he was asked by Jake Tapper what changes the House rules, the rules package that were granted during the negotiations and how that uh, would play out in terms of real-world action on the floor of the House. Here's that exchange. So this all started going back last summer. We wanted rules to open this place up. We wanted more transparency, we wanted more openness, more ability to add uh, amendments to the floor. So, for example, you asked, what else did we get? We got amendments. We got the ability to offer amendments on the floor of the House during appropriations uh, that will open it up again. We haven't done that. So since I've been in Congress, I've not been able to offer an amendment on the floor. There hasn't been an amendment offered in open debate since May of 2016. Is it a free-for-all, like anyone can offer an amendment? Absolutely, in appropriations. Uh, We will also be striving for more open rules. Uh, we put uh, more 
conservatives, uh, some Freedom Caucus members, and we're, we're still working through who those will be on the Rules Committee, the Powerful Rules Committee, which is the funnel by which legislation gets to the floor of the House. So that that's a pretty astounding thing to say that there hasn't been an amendment on an appropriations bill since 2016. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. So that means all of those 435 members of Congress, it means about 433 of them have had no voice in that process. No opportunity to offer amendments. No one from either party. It's just the leaders. It's the leadership that's making the decision. Then they drop that bill on the floor and they say, you could either vote for this or against this. That's all we got. Representative Roy also touched on how the process that the American people got to see over the past week in this uh, speaker election was ultimately a net positive and how it can move towards what I think is the crucial thing, and that is greater transparency in our politics. But importantly, we were trying to stand up for rank and file members because too often, and we saw this in in December, uh, too often bills are cooked up with a handful of people. They're brought through the Rules Committee, jammed through, put on the floor, and you have to vote yes or no. The American people are tired of that. We need to be able to see some of the stuff we got to see this week. Cameras, because C-SPAN control the cameras. Do you, are you in favor of that? Because I love these C-SPAN cameras. I, look, I, I think drawing the American people into the conversations, the debate on the floor. I mean, if you're going to have cameras there, well, let's look at the action. Let's see. So you're in favor of transparency. C-SPAN gets to control it. Well, I would. I, I, let me go look into the you know ins and outs of all of that. But I think it is what the American people were able to see unfold on the floor was a good thing for our democracy and our republic. I agree that transparency is is real critical. Now, on Friday, uh, as this was all taking place, we had Utah Representative John Curtis come on the show. He gave his insights on the speaker negotiations, and he actually talked about the changes to the House rules uh, that could be finalized that, again, ultimately can have a big impact right here in the state of Utah. Well, one of the um, terms that was agreed upon is that we would have single-issue bills and that nothing could get added unless it was uh, voted germane. Um, Utahns are going to like that. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a, uh, a resolution uh, that we've agreed to put forward for a balanced budget in 10 years. Utahns are going to like that. And so there are things uh, that they were working towards uh, that I think uh, are going to be very uh, popular back in the district and at home, and for which, quite frankly, I shared their concerns about, uh, about them. So balanced budget, that's a great thing. Single issue bills. Think about that. If we don't have these bills that have 5,000 pages and 7,000 earmarks, and we actually just have singularly focused bills that then you can offer amendments to, which, by the way, have to be germane, have to match what the bill is about. That's great transparency. Then we can see what our members of Congress are really voting for and against, and then we can hold them accountable for that. That's a good thing. Representative Curtis also talked about a budgetary change that might be passed as part of this package that could prevent this 
last minute sky is falling Armageddon budget wrangling moments that we have prior to a government shutdown or a default on the debt. Take a listen. If we can't agree to a budget that instead of going into a shutdown, we go, we revert to last year's budget. So one of the things that was agreed to is that with the first appropriations bill that's passed next year, we will include a a CR that would automatically kick in if the other appropriation bills are not passed. That would take us to 99% of last year's budget. And so instead of going into shutdown, which I know we all hate, it's very inefficient and it's very hard on government. Instead of getting a last-minute omnibus bill with a gazillion things and nobody gets to go home for Christmas unless they vote for it, it would simply be the default to to go back to last year's budget at a 99% level. If that is able to hold, that one thing alone will do more to, to deal with our budget lows back here than I think anything else that we've done. So I love that whole concept by Representative Curtis that let's just put in this baseline budget thing so that we never, ever, ever have to deal with these Armageddon shutdown moments. Let's just get rid of it. And one way to do that is this baseline budget agreement that if nothing happens, then we go back to last year's budget minus 1%. Uh, I would actually prefer minus like 10%. Uh, but but let's see how that continues to, to play out. But I think that's an important thing to, to look at. And we should be glad that we're having those kinds of discussions. And I, I think what all of these rules and guidelines and things that were negotiated or driving toward is for Congress to do their job. Uh, you heard Representative Roy and Representative Curtis talk about the fact that we need to do these 12 appropriations bills. We can do it now. We don't have to wait until December the 24th to try to get it done. We can do it now. Also, just as a preview of coming attractions in the summer, we're going to bump up against the debt ceiling. We can negotiate and fix that now and make sure we're not doing this year after year after year. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.